Welcome back to the great and terrible AHS. We will be talking about the first half of Continuum today, largely because this episode should probably just be two episodes. Um, we hit the one where they just decided to jam so much in here. I, I I'm joined again by Miss Shadow, Lovely, and Slow Beef. Hey, gang. Hey, can, I, can I issue one quick correction? This episode yeah. should be no episodes. Correct. This is total. <laughs> Great point, crap. Mega Man. Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, I think, just this episode wins the award for the episode that made me most sure I had missed an episode before this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I had skipped one on accident. Is that? Is that? Do you all agree with that? Or yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It more so it's- just feels like it's part of like a different show. It's I still yeah. I still can't figure out the point of it or anything that that the show is doing right now, you know, even though I know like slow be from the future is like I kind of know, but I still kind of don't to like actively undo um, most of the plot points that we've established or the character traits we've established for many characters. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we realized we ran out of antagonists, so we made somebody who has been nothing but good into an antagonist as a joke, I guess. Yeah. 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 Pranked. <laughs> You're bad now. Yeah. Well, let's get to it. It's yeah. the future. I mean, it's it's the past still, but it's the future relative to where we were. It is 1967. We're in Kit's home. Um, the, it's three years afterwards. Is that right? Yeah. So the yeah. Um, the last thing that we see at like Briarcliff um, that we have like a solid point of reference for is it's basically... Like New Year's of nineteen sixty, like four, going into sixty five, I believe, or sixty three going into sixty four. But I think it's sixty four going into sixty five. So mm-hmm. yeah, January sixty five, and then it skips to um nineteen sixty seven, according to the giant calendar that the shot opens on. Um, <clears throat> because it shows two baby chairs, um, two different baby chairs. Um, which the children are three years old at this point, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. But they have to have two separate different types of baby chairs. Also, it means that this situation we're about to unfold has been going on for three years, which, wow. Yeah. Amazing that it lasted yeah. this Wild. long. Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, this Literally. Is, no one <laughs> wanted to be involved in this. Even Kit doesn't seem that into the whole idea. So I, I guess he just showed up and everyone was like, well, I guess we have to. I guess we have to be <laughs> a polycule. There's no other solution I see. I don't know. I guess it's one of those things because this happens in the end of Castaway. Yeah. Where like he comes back and he's like, oh, no, my wife married like a new guy or whatever. Yeah. Um. Even though that took place over like a much larger span of time. And- um. That yeah, and that has like the more realistic angle of like that's awful and tragic, but like what can you do? You know? Whereas American Horror Kids just like, let's make this work, you know? Yeah, two two wives, two kids, what could go wrong? I mean, ultimately, like, sorry, you're gonna hear me um hate Mm -hmm. Grace more than I've hated Grace uh for the Mm. whole series. (laughs) Understandably. And that's like a lot. Mm-hmm. She sucks so bad that I mm-hmm. I was rooting for Alma at one specific point of this. <laughs> yeah, like I've hated Grace since she was like introduced this season, and she gets particularly insufferable this episode. But like, I don't know. I know other people have like a different opinion, maybe. But like, if I was Grace, I'm not because I'm not awful. But like, if I was Grace. Um, and I had been dating um, Kit for precisely 25 minutes um, before I died. 
I would simply, and his wife came back to life. I would simply right. be like, you know what? This isn't my business. You can have your marriage yeah. back, actually. Yeah. Like, I, I think that's what it is. It is. It's unclear to me whether I'm supposed to like, because like Alma is clearly Kit has like said at the very least. We, we've been told. We haven't been shown that they had this wonderful thriving relationship beforehand, right? Like uh-huh. given we saw it for about 25 seconds and we're just repeatedly told like, oh, it was great. It was wonderful. We yes. loved it. Even though the only thing we've shown you of it is turmoil. Um, just trust us. It was super good. And then Grace has like less than that somehow. So I... <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, like uh, anything we've seen, even though we did only see like 20 seconds of their relationship, what we did see, they seemed to be very in love. They didn't have anything really going against them aside from like being an interracial couple that was like dealing with racists. Other than that, they were like, they seemed pretty happy. It just really bugs me that we're in the like second to last episode or whatever. And the thing I'm supposed to be relying on is like my beacon, my driving force for this episode is something that was like maybe a minute and a half in There's- showtime like seven hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, certainly. The- there's, there's like almost no realistic way this wouldn't end with like, uh, listen, I had an affair in an asylum that ended in a baby that we have to deal with. But to be totally fair, I thought you were dead. I understand, though, she is technically the other woman now that you're alive again. So, you know, let's figure it out. But not let's make the polycule with kids. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know. Like, it's it seems very unlikely. Like, clearly Alma has like a little resentment. We'll get into it because we haven't really explained what's going on. I said like on episode two of our podcast of this season, I was like, hey, they're going to really fuck up the representation of polyamory at the end of this season. Oh, man, they are. (laughs) <laughs> um and boy howdy do they and that's where we are is we're at kit's house there's two baby chairs because i guess the two different babies need two different like aesthetics um and they show us like family photos of like kit and his two uh ladies and the two babies um and um we hear a lot of grunting in this scene and then it kind of pans out to kit in his tidy whities which we'll see a lot of this episode um holding an axe and he's like covered in blood standing over a body and he sits down and he's like visibly upset about something. Uh, and then we hear a, a child from the other room go, Daddy? And then he's like, I'm, I'll be there in a second. Um, and then it cuts to the opening sequence. Um, this is, they've only done I, this once. I hate when shows do this, where they're like, yeah. We're going to show you something that looks like something's happening. But when we reveal what actually happened, it's going to be something different. And, Especially because this one, there's so many convolutions that are there to intentionally mislead you. Like the fact that it is an axe, which they will bring up and remind you that the axe is a thing connected to Grace doing murder, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it doesn't fool anybody. You know what I mean? So like the jeopardy that they're trying to put the character in just doesn't work. Like, I don't think anyone watching this would be like, oh my God, Kit murdered someone, one of the wives or something. Like you kind of know this is that like annoying childish misdirection you know yeah well yeah you mean you mean the character that the entire season has been like 
He can do no wrong. He has been wrongly accused <laughs> nonstop. He, he did, He's the only man who's not racist in the world. Like, <laughs> he did kill that one public defender, but no one seems to give a shit about that in universe for some reason. Oh, yeah. um, Even I forgot all about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> for some reason, everybody in universe also forgot about it and is like, you know what? It's fine, actually. Sorry we accused you of serial killing your family or whatever. We'll, we'll give you the, the Briarcliff mulligan on that one. You know? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry we put you under so much stress. Anyway, that's the opening sequence. Um, uh, prepare for me to get mad about American Horror Story and their fucked up timelines. They did, for what it's worth, besides the baby stuff, they did pretty okay keeping track of their timelines and not fucking them up, aside from the baby stuff specifically. Um, they just fuck that up atrociously in this <laughs> next 30 seconds. So remember how I said yeah. this shot, the original <laughs> opening shot opens on a fucking calendar um, uh-huh. that says that it's 1967. Um, yeah. That, that sh- that's in this scene as well. This is like, I guess, earlier in the same day that we saw, which is a weird fucking framing device to show us like the evening of the day we're about to see. Um and the same calendar's on the wall, so we know it's the same time. Um, uh-huh. That will be relevant in about 20 <laughs> seconds. Uh, Grace yeah. is uh, sketching a photorealistic <laughs> alien for memory, which is, uh, albeit quite impressive, um, not what Alma wants to see. Uh, she brings <laughs> Also, three years later, which leads me to believe that Grace, like, has never cut this shit out. Yeah, and this is doing just it a for three years. <laughs> three years of like, not yeah. stopping this shit. Was she ever an artist? Like, do you think she learned no. specifically for this, like, alien sketch? Yeah, when I say photorealistic alien for memory, I mean, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. Like, like charcoal beautiful. Like, yeah, she has yeah. learned the art of art. Yeah. Um, she was French. They can just do that, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the idea. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and Alma brings in, like, an armful of vegetables from outside and is like, spring is here. Um, and then she's like, we should plant corn for the kids so the kids can play hide and seek in the corn. And I'm like, okay, so they're young enough that they have to be in baby chairs, um, but old enough to just wander free in the cornfields, whatever. I'm not a parent. Um, (laughs) maybe, maybe I got it wrong. Uh, you know what? Honestly, that that's like a whole minefield of like the 1960s where it's just like, <laughs> you got to keep those kids in there till they're 20. You know what I mean? Like, who the hell knows what they were thinking? Because it's like one of those. Eh, yeah. yeah so. Also, as far as like letting the kids just wander around. Yeah, it was that is very much the case. I mean, I got that every so often where it would just be like, I don't know, Mike, be back before dinner and be like, all right, see you. Take when you, you were just three? Just like leave and be gone. When yeah. you were a baby? Yeah, all the time. Oh, no, okay. I think the uh, no. Now that it's, now I'm thinking like, because mm. these are yeah, babies. They're like in seven. diapers. We see them yeah. in diapers. No, here's the other thing. You have an extra parent. Like, provided mm-hmm. this is all working well, like you actually do have enough people that like you don't need to go. Ah, go wander free if you don't want to, or you feel like that's not safe, or you've been kidnapped by aliens. You've been kind of traumatized that you wouldn't let your kids out of your sight. You know, like any of those things that might be valid there. You have the extra parent. This mm-hmm. is the whole. This is this is the one advantage to. I want the most complicated fucking relationship <laughs> that you have. You know, like whatever's on the menu. I'm afraid you heard me say a complicated relationship. The most complicated. Yeah. You know? I'm afraid you. I'm afraid you misunderstood me. I wanted the most complicated one. 
<laughs> and yeah, you make a great point. Like the anxiety specifically of the aliens and how the aliens are related to the babies that they fucking yeah. brought Grace back to life for and rewombed her up. <laughs> That's a kid. That kid. Uh, like it seems like the aliens have a fucking vested interest in those babies, dog. So like if she has anxiety about the aliens, I think the first thing she'd be doing is Naruto running to protect them kids. Yeah. <laughs> like Which, 100%. By the way, when we say she, we are specifically referring to Alma because it's very, very important that we establish right now, Alma extremely anti-aliens. Grace extremely pro-aliens. Um, yeah, this Grace is a point is of contention. Is, which, like, I... <laughs> I kind of get it right because almost like I was fine and having a cool ass time with my <laughs> husband and then my life got fucked up. Whereas Grace is like, yeah, I was dead and now I'm not. So I'm I was like in jail for being an axe murderer yeah. and they like gave yeah. me a boyfriend and a baby and got me out of jail. So it's fine. I like it and actually. It brought me back to life. Yeah. I like yeah. the aliens yeah. actually and almost like, wow, that fucking sucks. My life was good actually. Um, that's crazy. And then and Kit's like, well, you know, it's a little bit of a mixed bag, but double live, baby. <laughs> yeah. and then, well, you know. so one of you, you know, was <laughs> oppressed by the system and the other one of you greatly benefited from the system. <laughs> and if this show was better about metaphor, there would be something here. <laughs> Speaking oh God, of which, right. uh, <laughs> he has two children, Thomas, his son, which is um, all. No, Thomas is the French child. Um, and then Julia, who is uh, Alma's kid um and they're playing in the living room um and speaking of having an extra parent alma who was working in the garden um comes in to find that grace has not been watching either of the children uh and they have fucking destroyed the living room um <laughs> and almost like hey um could you do something about that grace since you're like literally not doing anything except for drawing aliens and grace is like no um, I am going to go play with my kid, though. See you later. And she, like, shows the doctor drawing to Alma, and Alma's like, please stop showing me aliens. That was very traumatic for me. Um, I wish you would fucking cut this shit out. Um, then Kit walks in, because remember what I said about me being mad about a calendar? Because you haven't heard me be mad about the calendar yet. Um, Kit walks in and is like, ah, I was in a civil rights protest or something. I'm not going to say what it was. <laughs> They do the most TV show shit possible of we're doing racial themes of referencing a thing MLK did. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, yeah, I just got back from like whatever protest I was at. And he's like, oh, Alma, it's it's going to be great. Everybody's like uh, getting ready because we're going to do a march soon. And I want our whole family to go. And Alma's like, I don't really want to take my my children to this like it doesn't sound like a place kids should be and he's like no 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 it's gonna be great we're gonna march from the Roxbury to the Boston Commons and I'm like that's too specific to not be a real thing and I googled it yep. and it's a real thing yep. um that happened in 1965 um so they just oh, were like yeah um hmm. Kit's gonna reference this very real historic event that he's going to attend um and then we're just gonna have the wrong fucking date on the wall uh, it's going to be two years too late for the thing that he says he's going to go to. Um, all they had to do was not have the calendar in the shot. That's literally all they had to do was not say that it's 1967. It being 1967 doesn't, or just not reference that March actually, because it doesn't have anything to do with the, re the rest of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just You're right. to be clear, they could have just omitted that, but they were like, no, we want to mention that Kit went to, like, a really famous uh, MLK right. march, actually. You're right. Why did they do that? 
don't know. In case you forgot that Kit is not racist. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anyway. but which March? Oh, this one. Oh, you got me again, American Horror. Like, who did that? Like, where did this come Yeah, they literally could have just, like, not mentioned. And then later there will be another reference to MLK and I'm like why do we keep referencing MLK in this episode <laughs> it's, it's like a really easy touchstone for white people like, I guess you, you, you like, go MLK and everyone goes oh the guy who hated racism I know that one. Ty you say it's really easy but they fucked it up like they went out of their I mean, way easy like as in it's the easy one to reach for that everyone would know right you know, away I know. right it's yeah. A, yeah unironically man, you're right they <laughs> they really fumbled the ball on MLK, huh? Like, uh, this is not me doing a bit. It's going to sound like I'm doing a bit. I promise I'm not. Do you think it's because they felt bad about including Anne Frank as, like, a no. plot point? No, I think it is because it is still that desperate, I want to write documentary nonfiction stuff, but it yeah. doesn't sell kind of shit that Murphy and Falchuk can't stop fucking doing in this series. Yeah. But- they may even project that onto a character in this episode. Who could say? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so Alma doesn't want to take the kids to the march. Um, and then Grace is like, I'll watch the kids. And I was like, you know, you uh, could have watched the kids five seconds ago, but you didn't. So I'm not sure that I trust you to do that. Anyway, um, and Alma's like, can you maybe stop drawing the fucking pictures of the aliens? I hate that you do it and I wish you'd stop doing it and Kit's like but she's so good at it and this is a point of contention yeah (laughs) um and then later it's bedtime and I guess they make Kit or they make Grace sleep in another room which is kind of funny um she's like a dog that they put in a kennel at night um and he's like kissing on Alma's neck and she's like not super into it because she's upset uh, and he's like, uh-oh, do you hate my other wife? And Alma's like, yes, but not for the reasons that you think. Um, it's because of the aliens. I wish she would stop bringing them up. And she then Alma makes a completely baffling decision and a baffling suggestion. She's like, yeah, I think Grace keeps um, drawing the aliens because she's, like, unhappy. Uh, and I think she needs to spend more time with you. Um and in my notes, what? I just have like 55 question marks because I cannot understand the leap of logic or the the train of thought that led to this. Um, again, it also doesn't, it's not true, I don't think. And also it doesn't affect the plot. It's just a baffling it's- suggestion on Alma's part. Um <laughs> I'm being triggered by the other wife's drawing the aliens. Please bang her so she has something to do. Yeah, maybe please bang that, her so yeah. she stopped. Maybe maybe he hasn't banged her like the whole like yeah. three years. And almost like, well, maybe if you have sex with her, she'll stop drawing aliens. I don't know. I get. Oh, my God. She's just what at if, the end of her rope, I guess. What a weird plot of graces. <laughs> <I guess. Yeah. laughs> a guilt trip parenting. Yeah, right. Yeah, I get it. It's like when you accidentally teach a dog a really bad behavior. Like it just realizes <laughs> if it like if it if it like rolls around in poop, it'll like somehow end up with getting attention and then a treat at the end. Yeah. It's just like, ah, yeah. oh, I fucked up. Now I have to make sure it, it never does that again. Yep. Yeah. Uh and so Kit's like, well, I have no evidence to prove that you're wrong about that theory, so I'm going to go have sex with Grace. Um, and it goes into Grace's room, um, and she's just, like, vibing. Um, and he's like, hey, are you good? 
And she's like, no, I'm sad because I've decided that I remember that I'm an axe murderer now and it scares me that I'm that person. Don't worry, this revelation will have literally no effect on the rest of the plot and they will never mention it again. Um, but she's decided... Uh, it has one thing, which is to make you who saw Kit holding a bloody axe go, oh, right. She was an axe murderer, so maybe she did it. Like, that's what it's supposed to be, but yeah, it's so dumb that like, it doesn't register. Yeah. Yeah. And and Alma will also mention the axe murderer thing later, but not once that because of how it's framed and because they um, wanted us to forget that she was an axe murderer until this episode um, because all of the other characters were okay with it for some reason. Um, and also, <laughs> that would have been a reason why they wouldn't have let her out of Briarcliff uh, regardless. Um, yeah, they're like, oh, now she cares that she, uh, killed people. And Kit's like, no, it's fine. You're not a axe murderer anymore, so it's okay. And then they start to that, bang. That's, that's what getting resurrected fixed about you, right? <laughs> the alien. Yeah. That, I think, is how this, anyway, bye. Anyway, let's, let's raw dog. Yeah, and then they start having <laughs> sex. Um, this sequence of events, baffling. Um, baffling in the context of the show and also baffling in the context of the writing. Um, so they start to have sex and Alma is like listening to it on the other side, not like on purpose, just the walls back up to each other. Um, and she seems really like not happy about it, which I mean, that fair enough. Truly. I wouldn't have suggested yeah. which also, it, but like, <laughs> can I say like bad poly relationship planning of having the rooms right next to oh, each yeah. other? That mm. feel, unless that's like something you're into, that seems like you would, that would be the worst possible choice. I yeah. Like, especially if it's like non-consensual poly, which this appears to be. I, I feel like three this- years, three long years of non-consensual poly. I would be so fucking. I can't tolerate living with a person I don't like for a month. <laughs> I, <laughs> we were talking about it in Discord, and it's like, yeah, but with kids, it's like you will have enough trouble with like yeah, wa- like alignment with grandparents, much less third partner. Like if you can make that work, I will bow my dad hat to you. Third but- partner. I and Grace sucks, just objectively. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, I've seen two people who do love each other very much and are an incredible team and work together still be borderline frayed at the edges when I see them after having a kid. So mm-hmm. trying to do two kids when you actively dislike each other, yeah, no, I, no way, no fucking way. Someone would be out of there, right? Actively, like within a year? Actively dislike each other. Grace fucking sucks. And Alma is understandably traumatized because she was abducted by aliens and her husband cheated on her. Um, with a crazy axe murderer, like uh, cannot ex- cannot overstate how hashtag team all my am this episode. Yeah. As soon as you take a single step back and consider the story from Alma's perspective, it's like, holy shit, this lady's had the worst day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's unbelievable. She is truly going through it, like, on all fronts. Um, But going back to the completely baffling sequence of events. So Alma is hearing them have sex, and then um, it's implied that that Cumboy has summoned the aliens (laughs) again, because as soon as they start banging... Um, the thing that happens when the aliens show up happens, which is that giant strobe lights start playing and also like a deafening EMP sound and Alma gets like thrown across the room. Um, so you would think, oh no, the aliens are like, oh hell yeah, it's got more cum. Hell yeah, we love that. Um, 
No, it's just racist guys who want to throw a Molotov cocktail through the window, question mark. Um, to which I say, how did they EMP the house and throw Alma across the room? How did the racist guys outside... Racist aliens. No, I don't know. That's not possible. <laughs> also, you don't usually burn someone's house down with a single source ignition like while they're there sorry if that's too much information but like that's not that's not how you do that arson right like you would wait till they were gone or like i don't know i guess maybe they thought they would be asleep and it would be too much to have stopped at that point because it's like a really pathetic molotov cocktail well i mean like that would be a great theory if they didn't emp the house immediately before so which would have definitely woken up everybody who was sleeping that's a great point. Mm. I forgot the part where they like <laughs> installed a theater VFX rig in every room in their house. Yeah, and then just played every light at a flashbang level and then played a sound that was deafeningly loud and also did like a shockwave that knocked Alma across the room. Why? Did, like, how did that happen? That's the one, right? Because like the rest of it's like, hey, maybe they just meow wolf the whole house. Maybe they just turned the house into a whole ass art exhibit and like flash some strobe lights or whatever. But like, yeah, Alma gets... Hucked. <laughs> she's like a full grown ass woman. Like she's it's not like a toddler because look, a toddler can get chucked by anything. Sure, yeah. <laughs> That's like I'm not impressed. Oh, you threw a toddler, <laughs> big whoop. Who gives a shit? But almost like a full ass lady. <laughs> uh, and like literally it doesn't matter because the only purpose that this scene serves is so that we know that like Alma's really upset because she thought this was aliens and that they were back to like take her and the babies. Um, which the show frames in a way to like make you feel like you're stupid if you agreed with Alma. Um, but no, um, no. they EMP'd <laughs> the fucking house. So yeah, I if I was Alma. I, too, would think that the aliens were back to steal me and my baby because racists don't typically have, like, a detonator that um, shakes the entire home um, and also does a big strobe in your house. Um, And then later they'll be like, oh, it was their truck. I saw their truck outside. I'm like, I don't think they had high beams like that in the 60s. Um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't have like uh like like a land crawler or something that's got like forty five lights mounted on it so that they can like <laughs> crawl through the mountains at night. Like that, it was just uh it was like a it was like a Ford F one fifty. It's not not like a like a like a light cannon. It wasn't like a special truck from Blade Two. <laughs> and like. Alma gets hooked and then Grace comes into the room and it's like I got you and she's like help me get the babies and I'm like. What, what do you mean? What do you mean? Why are you like, <laughs> you're like, I know what's going on. I've got this under control. I mean, you guys were in rooms that were like equidistant <laughs> from the front of the house. What are you acting like you've like you've been in on this shit for the last 20 minutes? You've been in the thick of it, I like dealing this, with it. Yeah. Like, no, you terrible Ripley you, here. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know what's going on either. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, and then like the police show up and the racist people leave and then we get a racist cop who like also hates polyamory or polygamy or whatever and he's really rude to Kit and it doesn't fucking matter because again none of this fucking matters it's literally I'm just you a- for multiple reasons yeah it's just yeah like- <laughs> I don't like you for several reasons because it's the 60s and we don't like polygamy hey, or or I'm- 
people of color. <laughs> I'm not just racist. I want you to know I also hate that you're polygamy but you know for some reason. <laughs> which you- is like weird because i think once like someone like a sheriff or a cop once he's decided like he's being racist like anything else is just rolled into the racism like right like yeah. if he's being racist then as soon as it's polygamy he's just like that would be when someone it's, like that race would do that like he just folds it into the racism it's not like a separate thing he's just, like, just so you know i fully compartmentalize my hatred <laughs> and you get two specific stocks of it mr man maybe there <laughs> maybe there that one audience member who's like ah this racist cop but at least he's down with polyamory and then like they spit out their coffee at the next line <laughs> oh, like, Damn no! it, so close I had such high hopes for this cop. No. And then, so, um. you know what's, but you know what's odd, too? Because he also goes, like, you know, polyamory or uh, polygamy. Polygamy, thank polygamy. you. Polygamy. You know, yeah. polygamy is, like, illegal in the state of Massachusetts, which is, like, not that I want this to happen or anything, even though I hate Kit, but it's, like, then why are you not arresting Kit or anything? Yeah. You know, also, like, Also, hmm. I don't know that he's, like, legitimately married to Grace, so but, I don't know that it counts. I don't think sure. just like having a side piece counts as like yeah. legal polygamy. So you say that, yeah. and you're right. Except that this sh- like they they have a really loose definition for what gets you thrown in Briar Briarcliff. In so, the true. Show, so, so true. So true. Briarcliff isn't a prison, so they can just throw whoever in there. Except for it is a prison and is later gonna get inmates. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just yes, explicitly it will. inmates. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. That's so weird. Uh, and um, I guess the, that's all that happens there. And then like the next day, I guess, I don't know. It's like some non-disclosed amount of time in the future. Um, Grace is speaking French to her son in the living room because remember, Grace is French. Um, and she's making him draw aliens. Um, Alma is doing more chores while Grace ignores um, their daughter. awful. And the daughter awful. falls off the bed and starts screaming and crying because Grace is the worst. Um, and Alma is like, don't bother because Grace gets up to like, go check on her. And she's like, don't bother. I got it. And Grace is like, are you mad at me? (laughs) And Alma's like, yeah, you know what? A fucking little bit. Please stop fucking drawing the aliens and like bringing them up. That was super traumatic for me. Um, and Grace is like, well, I thought it was good and I like the aliens and it was like a religious experience for me and I think they're awesome and I hope they come back and I think our babies should know where they came from. Legitimately just like one of them benefited immensely from the system and the other did not and so she's just like actually I think they're good. They brought me back to life. I don't know what they did to you. I guess it wasn't bringing you back to life so you appreciate them less. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah and then Alma snaps and I I love her for this and she's like yeah I had a happy life with my husband before aliens fucking abducted me Uh, like unimpregnated me and then re-impregnated me and then um my husband brought an axe murderer into our house that he knocked up like my life was good and now it's like bad so yeah i'm not having a great time she explicitly says that too like my husband brought home an axe murderer and she's like uh, you're like oh my god she is a hundred percent right because like you kind of forget that part about grace right because it is like hey honey you know who else is going to be around our ch- our child? Uh, you know, the axe murderer. Yeah, surprise. And they <laughs> and in during this scene, while the two ladies are arguing, because they like even though they've completely beefed this like 
I don't even know how to describe it. This like smoke and mirrors of like, oh, well, we got to see who Kit ends up killing because they keep showing like shots of Kit chopping wood outside. Like it's supposed oh, to be building. Oh, that's what they were trying to do. Again, yeah. so far outside of Kit's character that it didn't even didn't even clock, didn't even yeah. register in my brain. You're right, though. Yeah, 100%. They're like, uh-oh, Kit's going to axe murder somebody. See, he's got an axe right now. We're building up the tension. Who's it going to be? Which one is it going to be? Um, and then Grace, well, in this argument is like, Alma, they clearly want Kit's special come because he loves everybody and he's not a racist he has, boy. He has so much empathy for everyone in that the world. So he's weird. just, he's such a special little empath who is, <laughs> he's so anti-racist that they need his special empath come. And it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It was about? a weird, right? Like, yeah, because she says that like he like has empathy for like all living things. I'm like, when when did that happen? Like- oh, cool! <laughs> the aliens need a fucking doormat. They need doormat. Come great, because <laughs> like, that's what that's what their idea of like Kit being this infinitely empathetic <gasps> character is. Oh it's my never, god. Like, it's never taking in emotional, you know, things and then using that pragmatically to like make a decision that makes the situation as good as possible for everyone involved and then maybe has some kind of conflict with, you know, the decisions related to emotions. No, he's just a doormat. He just Hi. does whatever anyone tells him to do. He just uh-huh. lies down, gets walked over. He just agrees passively. If fucking Dr. Arden had told him some Nazi shit, he probably would have just nodded his head and been like, oh yeah, sure, boss. Like, it, it, yeah. he's nothing. You, you yeah. nailed it. That's why the aliens like him it's not that he has magic come it's that he doesn't complain much it's like mm-hmm. we could just we could kidnap his wife and impregnate her and, and and then put him in a thing and bring him back to life and fuck with him and all that he's not gonna find us not that any of the humans could but this guy especially is not gonna be a problem don't yeah. even worry about that and I if he perk- does find us we'll just tell him to fuck off and he'll be like <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah. just walk back out okay. thanks guys <laughs> thanks guys you know best you've got the tech you know like, yeah. yep um and like Grace starts to have the audacity um, to like say that maybe him and Alma or maybe Alma and Kit weren't happy before she got like abducted (laughs) by aliens, which is like, I fucking hate Grace so goddamn much. You have no idea. And Alma does what I wanted to do, which is she slaps Grace in the face. And I'm like, hell yeah, I stood up and And clapped. And so did Albert Einstein. Um, <laughs> like, like I have never been more proud of a character in American Horror Story than when Alma slaps Grace, and then Grace is the totally normal, um, not ex murderer reaction of smashing a glass on the counter in reaction to getting slapped in the face. And to be totally fair, Alma does this. I can't believe that Grace. I'm so sorry I did that to you, even though she's well within her rights. But okay, you know, yeah, um, yeah. So whatevs, I guess. And Kit walks in and is like, whoa, is so what's going on? We got to have a family meeting. And then Grace is like, no more family meetings and like storms out. Yeah. Uh, and Kit's like, oh, no, my wives don't like each other. This is And terrible. then Alma goes, why did you marry the equivalent of a teenage daughter into this relationship? Because that's like how Grace acts at this yeah. point is like weird teenage daughter is like the dynamic she has in the relationship, which is extra weird when she's banging the husband you know mm-hmm. like it's it's fucking strange really and- just the worst poly relationship in media <laughs> which is saying you know, a like, lot isn't it didn't she say something weird too um like uh grace to alma too just like well i was hiding 
like but being an expert but you were hiding something like else like you said something like that that made no she was sense like, you, you hid yourself away yeah. or something like that I which like, she's like at least i didn't hide myself away which i was like, like she was here and yeah. kit was in Briarcliff. No, what do you mean hiding? It's, it's more fucked up than that do you know what she's implying because she implies it later in the uh, the conversation she's about to have with fucking kit it but they won't come out and say it because they realize how fucked up it would be to have a character say this is she's trying to imply that like they oh, hide yeah. because they're an interracial couple and they're afraid of the racists and that they shouldn't be afraid of the racists. They should that she's built different. She simply would face the racists and be out in oh, public. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Cause that's like cause that's the whole thing. Cause she that's like that's what they're implying, because Kit wants to go to the the civil rights walk and she yes. it's even God. worse than I, that. Yeah. <laughs> Holy I'm shit. even more on Team Alma than I was before. I just like I I would put my hand on that axe. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, is <laughs> basically there's Grace who is the most insufferable white lady we've ever seen in this show, which is saying a lot. Um, being like I'm built different. If I was in an interracial couple, I would simply um risk my life um to the people who have actively thrown Molotov cocktails into our house and threatened the well-being of <laughs> my is, children. This is very this is very easy for me to say as I have not been exposed to this danger and cannot be even if I wished it because I am not black. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope I hope it's fine for me to say these things anyway. <laughs> no, it is not, Grace. <laughs> and she will make this point not once but twice. Um and again, like they don't have her outright say it, but that is what she's saying because she directly references like the people who attacked the house because of the interracial relationship. Um, and yeah, uh, so <laughs> when Kit goes to like, uh, like they're going, they they go to bed. Kit and Alma go to bed after the the blow up. Um, and Kit wakes up in the middle of the night and is like, "Well, time to go see if my weird girlfriend's drawing aliens again." And she is. She's in the living room for some fucking reason, drawing aliens again. Um, and then Kit like sits down with her and is like, "Hey, you little fucking freak, what's going on?" Uh, and Grace is like, "I love you and Alma and the babies." And I'm like, "I don't think that's true, but it's not gonna <laughs> matter in five seconds, so it's fine." Um, and she's like, I don't want to hide anymore. I don't think that I should have to hide because you guys are in an interracial relationship. I'm built different. I think that we should just be out in public, even though it directly threatens the safety of our children and your wife. Um, she doesn't say that, but that is what is, uh, strongly implied. That is what is happening right now. Yes. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Also, there's a lot of implication of like, I'm cool with the aliens, and I think maybe we should make moves to try and say hello to the aliens again and see if they'll, you know, help us out. To which Alma's like, no, stop that. Stop doing that. Stop doing this thing, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this has had three years of buildup because I don't imagine that Grace just started this behavior. I, I'm sure that she's been doing it for three years. Um, and. Mm-hmm. Like Ty just said, she basically, TLDR, says, I want to get the aliens involved with our children. I think that (laughs) it'll be good, actually. Alma is just being a little bitch, and she should just get over it, and we should um, get the the aliens involved. Um, And then, out of fucking nowhere, Alma acts murderous grace. (laughs) Um, Out out off screen. (laughs) Ta-da! To which I posted in the talking point chat. 
Alma rules. Yeah. Finally, someone someone does something good around here. About fucking dime. Someone, I, someone I, takes action. I clapped when she slapped Grace, and I stood up and whistled with my fingers when she slapped <laughs> <laughs> Grace. Um, and Alma, the actress who plays Alma, does a really good job in this scene, in my opinion. Um, like Alma's not like mad. Like, she didn't do it, like, out of, like, anger, and you can tell that she didn't do it out of anger, although I'm sure there was a lot of resentment behind it as well. Um, mm-hmm. She's terrified, like, and you can tell that the character is terrified. Um, and she, like, she's covered in, like, Alma's blood, and she looks at Kit, and Kit's like, what the fuck did you do? And she's like, she was gonna bring the aliens back, she's gonna bring the aliens back, and I can't, ha-. like, she's very clearly a traumatized person. Yeah. Who is very traumatized by something that was fucking traumatizing. Yeah. Um, and was afraid that the traumatizing thing was gonna happen again to her and her family, and if it was bad the first time, it may only get fucking worse for Alma, because it wasn't good the first time. Um. Okay. Alma, I keep telling you, they don't believe us about the aliens. Oh, what are we going to do? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so she's like having a panic attack, which is normal. Yeah. And she like curls up in the corner. And then Kit like pulls the axe out of uh, Grace's back. And that's where it leads into the opening shot. And then he like sits down with the axe on his lap. Um, totally normal reaction to seeing a murder, by the way, is like, oh, let me get a hand on that murder weapon. Yeah. Let me just pull that out, walk it away somewhere else. And uh, mm-hmm. let me, you know what? I'm going to kiss it a little bit. I'm going to kiss <laughs> the murder weapon a little bit, get a little more DNA. You know what? I'm going to slip it a little tongue. Yep, <laughs> I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm really going to I'm gonna give this axe the business. I want to make sure if they check for DNA, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like that's kind of like what it implies, because at this point, like, again, they did such a dog shit job of, like, implying that Kit was the axe murderer for some fucking reason, yeah. even though nobody even considered that that would be an option ever for any reason. Right? It's so annoying. It's uh, like, it was never, like, who was like, old? The only thought that I had, because I could not remember, I just remember that I fucking hated this episode. I didn't remember exactly what happened. Um... I was like, I don't remember if, like, Kit takes the fall for this and ends up back in Briarcliff. I don't remember where this goes. It's not. Um, This was just just... a red herring that went nowhere. Um, Alma does get convicted of doing the murder. Um, So that's where that leads up. By the way, we're only about 11 minutes into the episode. Um, Then we segue into um, roughly about where the episode turns into a different episode. Uh, which is Briarcliff um, on April 4th, 1968, which is three, year, or, yeah, three years and four months post-Briarcliff. And you're probably like, Liz, goddamn, that's such a specific date. Um, how could you possibly tell? Did they give you a title <laughs> card? No. Um, you'll see. <laughs> um, so Pepper is playing Candyland with Jude. By the way, the next, we'll get into it more in our next episode. Um, just, we're going to pretend we don't know what happens. Because I don't think Ty knows what happens. So we're going to pretend that we don't know no. what happens at the end of the episode. So Pepper is playing yeah. Candyland with Jude in the common room. Um, Which already bullshit. Candyland isn't a game adults can play. It's not like, <laughs> yeah. Pepper has all of her faculties here. And so does Jude. And Candyland is literally just a roll dice, move the pieces, zero interaction Wait, game. Like adults would, it, come on. It's that, but there's not even dice. Like yeah. you take cards. You take and cards. Have like 
Oh numbers. God, right? Yeah, yeah, dice is too exciting for the mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, yeah don't want to exactly. kill them. They are rolling dice. I understand why you would be confused because they are rolling dice, which is not how right. Candyland is played, and they're also holding handfuls of cards, which is also not how Candyland is played. Yeah, um. <laughs> is this like a weird like Richard Garfield's Candyland, like <laughs> Magic the Candyland? I'd be into that. Yeah, they are playing Candyland abysmally wrong. And before you say, well, how do you know they were playing Candyland? Because Jude explicitly says, "I'm in the Gumdrop." forest and moves to the gumdrop forest and later when talking to the monsignor says why i'm the queen of Candyland," like straight up references it again yeah, yeah. so it's definitely Candyland. um also i guess uh we're meant to believe that her brain is better um and also that mm. pepper can still talk um and for some reason neither and of no- them have escaped question mark no- no one questions that too, because like Pepper has—I can't think of the name of it. I have to look. Like she has—that's like a real thing she has, you know. Mm-hmm. Like the character, not the actress. You know what I mean? Like so, like don't you think some like like there's some other scientist who's not a Nazi who's like, wait a second, the, you know, you can. Why be can cure you talk now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 interview you about uh, this or whatever. Uh, also, like the only thing that's keeping uh, Jude or Pepper in now that they can like explain what has happened to them and how they are being wrongly held is um nothing and especially because jude more than anyone else knows you can just walk out the Mm -hmm. front door and you know what you can walk out the back door now too because we killed the monsters guarding the back door you can just leave however there's nothing stopping you it's easy to walk out of briar cliff i'll do it right now also (laughs) it's like wildly confusing because the last thing we see of jude in the last episode is that she's in like a chimney in the middle of briar cliff like not even oh, solitary. Yeah, She's right, like yeah. in a dungeon. They end with her being, yeah, like basically cold stored in solitary. Yeah. Which I won't spoil what does happen, but um, they don't ever reference that again. That's like, they're just like, yeah, just forget you saw that. That wasn't real. Um, She's just been in here and it's been fine, I guess. I'm, maybe the implication is they just threw her in there in case um, when Lana showed up the last time and if Lana would have been like I don't believe you I want to look around um she wouldn't have been able to find her maybe that's the implication um but that's not what happens so it doesn't really matter um which is crazy because it's not like the character is a real person who can make decisions they could have written that into the show they just chose not to um so yeah she was in like a hole and now she's not and she never was I guess and we're not supposed to care about it because that's like that is the only um stakes at the end of the last episode because we kind of like tied everything else up the only stakes that was left was oh no jude is like in a hole in briarcliff will any will anybody ever find her um yeah no she's just <laughs> out and about that was not an issue evidently <laughs> um yep, no. don't worry will about it ever, will anyone ever find her yeah she's right over there yeah she's just out Case and closed. hang out <laughs> All right. um they do acknowledge it though um by the way that the next scene um the TV is playing in the common room and they're showing a press conference with President Johnson about Martin Luther King being assassinated. This is our second MLK reference. Does it have anything to do with this? No, it does not. Um, in fact, the characters that we care about don't even acknowledge it um, or, <laughs> or mention it at all, actually. Um, but they make sure to show us the press conference and then some dude named Percy that we've never met um is like <laughs> freaking out about the TV and like smacking it and Jude's like knock it off Percy your lithium's too high or something um which which <laughs> hell of a thing to call um lithium is like 
a serious ass drug. Like if your lithium's too high, I'm pretty sure that's one of the drugs that like having an overdose on it could fuck you up for like multiple they, years. They didn't, so. they didn't research this. That was the first thing they came up with. You know what I mean? It was just like yeah, they just they're like, on lithium know, batteries. Yeah, they used to use uh, lithium, and it's like it, it's considered bad. And like, yeah. it, it's not. It lithium is still used for the record. That that is still a thing. It's just you have to be like so careful with it. It's like a big pain to use because you have to take like blood level measurements and stuff. Yeah. Either way, very strange thing to just throw out a quick like. His lithium must be too high. Like, okay, okay, great. Why did we need someone smacking the TV to begin with? That's really the other confusing part. Because that is also not relevant. Because um, the Monsignor walks in and goes, I want to talk to Jude, who I know is wrongfully imprisoned here and now has all of her faculties. But for some reason... She is not leaving, and I am not helping her get out of here. So uh, time for me to walk over and talk to her. Um, and he tries starting to talk to her, and she just ignores more or less and does this whole thing. And the Monsignor like, is clearly just not you know, acknowledging yeah. the Monsignor, which makes sense. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> right. uh, and yeah, he, uh, he just keeps getting very, very mad about it. Uh, and then we learn that the Monsignor succeeded <laughs> at becoming a cardinal in New York. Yeah. yeah. Before that, though, when he's talking to Jude, he's like, Jude, I need to talk to you. And he has like a suitcase in his hand, by the way. Um, and Jude's like, do you guys hear something? Because I don't hear anything. And then he's like, Jude, please, I need to talk to you. And she's like, I don't fucking know who Jude is. Jude died, remember? You killed Jude. My new name is Betty Drake. That's the name you gave me. And I'm like, okay. So we're acknowledging that, like, they forged a death certificate oh, for her, right. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess. Um, yep. And she's Betty Drake now. Um, sure. Yeah, why not? But the Monsignor <laughs> is just acting like... Yeah, no, we did that, and it was normal, and we all accept that it was normal, um, and I feel like that's the kind of thing that, like, if you were the one it happened to, and you have your faculties, you could just be like, no, um, you can't pretend yeah. I'm dead. It's literally that meme of, like, oh, I miss so-and-so so much. It's like sometimes I can still hear their voice, and in the background, it's just that person going, I'm not dead! Stop telling people I'm dead! Like, it's literally just that <laughs> meme um rip Drude trending on twitter just being like she didn't die stop yeah. saying that like jude could literally just be like no you're not gonna tell people i'm dead um i'm not betty drake i'm fine actually you don't have also, me in, like, i used prison to be a lounge singer yeah who was known to many people and many businesses so it'd be very easy for me to walk in and go hi am i jude and they'd go oh my god dude it's been years and so like yeah <laughs> yeah, like she could literally just be like, "No, you can't pretend I'm dead." Um, I just looked. I just looked up the family that I thought I killed the kid from, like somewhat recently. I probably still have that number somewhere, mm -hmm. you know. But there's yep. options, but no, there's not. Yeah, um, but she's just like okay with it. She's like, "Yeah, it's fine that you fake my death or whatever. I'm not gonna have any. There's no pushback from me about that. I'm gonna um, be like a little pissed about it, but I'm not gonna like." do anything and then like i said somehow uh yeah the monsignor did become pope of new york or whatever um yeah congrats i guess to he him. stopped fucking around like after after he was like you know what this asylum shit is stupid i fucked around and found out from the devil like the devil had sexual intercourse with me i'm done with this shit i'm over this and just like 
went and asked the people in the church, like, hey, how do I get a promotion around here? And they're like, oh, okay, we can get that paperwork in motion. Yeah, you're doing great, Timmy. Yeah, <laughs> like, which is yeah, odd, no, no problem, given Tim. that, like, all of his, like, public-facing <laughs> interactions as, like, a representative of the church is that he fucked up and also accidentally let a serial killer on the loose. Um, mm. Which we will find out later this episode. It's not relevant. It's just like a passing line that they mentioned. We'll find out that that serial killer went on to kill like 17 more people. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like kind of a major faux pas on um, the Monsignor's behalf for letting that happen. Um, but that's fine. Yeah, big <laughs> oopsie fine. on his part. Um, but yeah, he got to be the Pope of New York or whatever. And he's like, dude, I'm leaving Briarcliff. Um, I'm selling it to the state. Uh, now it's going to be like a real prison because they're going to use it for prison overflow. Um, yeah. And But I feel really bad that you're here, so I'm going to get you out. And I'm like... And I feel huh. really bad you're about to be in a prison. Like, yeah. A, like a literal prison. But he's <laughs> like, prisoners. yeah, I feel bad that you're in here and I would feel bad if I left you. I'm like, well, then why did you keep her here? Literally, yeah, why right? did you... Literally, yeah. why did yeah. you keep her here? <laughs> At any time, you could say, like, you have to go. You're not welcome here anymore. Like, not only do you have the ability to remove any and all shackles restraining her here, you can actively evict her. Like, that's yeah. a thing you can do. You can actively say you can't be here anymore, which if you cared that much and you wanted to have it be, like, a cold comfort type character, which is what I believe they're trying to have the Monsignor deliver here, uh, the coldest comfort would be, no, you can't be here anymore. You are going to leave. Like, you it know, is, you know, it's better, that, but it feels really bad. Speaking of Kit Walker having empathy for all people, this is Ty Tuesday having empathy for the writers thinking that they have a character <laughs> that they were building towards. <laughs> like, wow. Holy shit, my man. You are fucking charitable. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying. They're giving me scraps out no, here. I'm no, trying to build something. No, you're, you're right, but yeah, wow. Good man <laughs> but like yeah. if they were trying yes. that would at least be something right were... that would be something no if yeah. they were capable of not if they were just not evil fucking people <laughs> wasted waste three our years three <laughs> years he just was like yeah just vibe in there it's fine whatever also, like didn't think about it was <laughs> i had some other stuff going Re on Jude. regardless of like how long she was in there or like how bad he says he feels now we're overlooking the most important part which is what i complained about in the last episode which is um what is his fucking motivation for keeping jude here period like, he just yeah. decided to be nasty and rude for some reason. And I was like, no, I'm going to fake Jude's death because I'm mad. About what? Who fucking knows? Um, and why a Jude? Like, yeah, what did she do in this It's situation? not like Jude could have, like, jeopardized him becoming the Pope. Lana was the biggest threat to him becoming the Pope. And that didn't fucking matter. So, like, literally, he has no motivation as a character to like be like i'm going to spite jude even though i've had no problems with her up until right it now just, it just hit me that of all the episode i've watched so far lana's not in it at all oh don't worry yeah. she will be she will be <laughs> oh okay that sounds worse when you say it like that it is <laughs> it is <laughs> it is. Yeah, no, there's no no sugarcoat in that one, my friend. If you hated the first no. half of this episode, you're gonna fucking hate the second half of this episode. Let oh. me tell ya. Oh. 
Oh, the, if you if you have ever seen the gif of like the climax of Hereditary, where uh, the mother in it is like looking at someone burning alive as a demon overtakes her, and her expression goes from this disgust horror to this drone like anger out of nowhere, and the actress I can't think of her name, Tara something, Tony Collette, Tony Collette, that's it. It does it incredibly. That is the two halves of this episode. You will go for, oh my god, this is awful. Dude. I hate this show more than anything. It's so fucked. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> cool. Yeah. Well, I yep. look. I look forward to it. Um, I hope y'all at home do too. Uh, any anything else we want to throw in here before we uh, close out con- continuum part one? The name continuum, is worrying man. me too because I've seen a little bit of what happens next, and ain't none of that shit have to do with continuum. You feel me? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. nope. That's about it. That's all I have to add because again, after this point, um, it's might as well be another episode. But like, yeah, if, if yeah. you if you guess what happens next before you watch the episode um no you didn't you lied you didn't no one could it's impossible the thing that happens is so wholly unrelated to anything else that's happened up to this point that it's it's inconceivable you could you could throw darts at dartboards for a hundred years and not hit exactly what happens next it's so goddamn stupid and uh i I hope you'll join us for it. It's yeah, uh, no, it's going to suck. I yeah. hope you'll be here. Thanks for joining us. If you haven't checked out the Patreon, by the way, please do. We got some bonus episodes there. Um, uh, yeah, and hopefully see you next time for Continuum Part 2. Yep. I'm sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>